Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I have one of my favorite humans on today to tell you about an amazing product that we both love. Well, thank you, honey. This is Milkman Mark Hyman here telling you about the Almond Cow, which I saw on those Instagram posts, and I thought, we've got to have one of these and see whether it is actually as good as it looks. And it is. It's actually even better because there are things that you can make out of it. Almond milk, oat milk. Cashew milk. Uh, coconut milk. Anything you want, you can make in this. And what's great is you have, there are fewer preservatives, less sugar, and then what you get left over at the end is this pulp that you can make into, can make cookies or muffins, so nothing goes to waste. And it's there anytime. So if you run out of milk, you don't have to run to the store. It is so amazing. We love it, love it, love it. So if you want to get your own, check out the link and use code Laura for extra savings. Approved by the Milkman. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Friday with Friends. Prepare yourselves. Today I have a stellar, I mean stellar human being, a new friend, Zuri Adele. Zuri is known as Malika on Freeform's multi-award women winning nominated show, Good Trouble, which you can also stream on Hulu. So we talk about her acting, what led her into acting, her background, and this wonderful exuberant spirituality that was infused by both of her parents and really informed her path, how she embarked on her own yoga practice and brings that into her self-care and so much more. She is just a vibrant, beautiful human and wait till you hear all the things she has to say. Please enjoy this conversation and share with friends. Welcome, Zuri. Beautiful woman. I'm so, so thrilled to have you on today. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm very, very excited to be here. I love the conversations that you have. So thank you for thank you. opening it up to me. Yes. Well, I'm thrilled and I'm, I'm really curious and interested in just hearing all about your background. Like, how did you get to where you are now? Like, lead us through the path that you took. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're just starting big. Um, Start big. Uh, yeah, I, I know that the foundation of how I got to where I am and where I'm headed has so much to do with uh, being raised by really creative people. Um, my mom and my dad, they 
were and are um, writers. And, um, you know, I grew up just around just a lot of performance poetry and like African dance and drum circles. And um, my cousins and I just always had a safe space to express with our whole bodies and voice. And so much of where I am today is, I think can be described by performance art and expression and also merging that with wellness and a connection to our ancestry and, and a, and a deep knowledge and sense of our history. Um, and so, yeah, so it started with being raised by really supportive, creative people in an environment that really um, supports expression. And I, I identify as a storyteller, a griot, um, an actor, and an activist. I'm still working on using that word, the word activist, um, but just, yeah, the foundation is really being raised by just people who are really passionate about like this collective sense of liberation. And so I, I got to be really supported in studying theater from a young age as a kid, just by using it, not with a big career goal in mind as much as just that being my outlet for expression and community and possibly also as an only child, like having a, a space with peers to perform and express and uh, have been studying that. I grew up sort of co-parented by my parents across the country. My dad was in Brooklyn, my mom's in the Bay Area, and um, I've had a really amazing opportunity to be raised around a lot of a lot of cultures different from my own. And that is such a huge part of me, that collective sense of liberation and community and my drive for wanting to learn so much about life from different perspectives. And it all comes from that. And so being an actor and being in theater and being in television allows me to like dive into stories that may be different from my own or, or into stories where I get to share my own story and then learn other perspectives. And um, yeah, just growing up in the Bay and in Brooklyn and then going to college in Atlanta, going to an HBCU in particular, where I got to learn so much more about myself as a Black woman and, and build my confidence and um, just become this theater person without feeling like I need to represent for my race at the same time or gender, because also it was it's a women's college. And um, just being really supported in, in my education as a theater student, um, which I'm, I'm so glad that your daughter is as well. The art, arts education is so impactful no matter what path we choose. And um, yeah, after Spelman going to UCLA, which brought me to Los Angeles to study my craft even more. And now I have the honor of portraying an activist named Malika Williams on Good Trouble on Freeform Network. And I love being able to merge my passions for all of the things previously stated with like liberation and um, activism and artistry and learning about TV. So much of my studies were in theater. So Good Trouble has been my classroom because it's really my first like TV job and it's and it's in such a big like series regular big way um it's in yeah such a big way with a series regular contract that I'm I'm there so much where I get to learn so much about learning uh, about acting for the camera and um so I'm just being the student of life and getting to tap into my my passions and and learn and 
it's a, it feels like a really vulnerable place to learn in public and to keep growing and uh, to also merge that with, because our show is so purpose uh, oriented, I get to just continue to be inspired to be an activist in my own life, in my own ways, and and learn so much about activism and also be a millennial while we're like, while I'm playing this polyamorous um, character and and who's exploring her queerness at the same time while I'm exploring mine. And I, and that is part, all of, part of my journey about just like where I am and, and in this space of liberation and performance and um, yeah, it wow. always feels so weird to like talk so much to talk, about right. our, our journeys and uh, accomplishments and things, but there's a little cliff notes and I love that. Yeah. And it, it really, I mean, Zuri, I'm so like moved because it really shows how important those formative years are. Mm-hmm. They're, they're yes. setting the stage. They're the seeds for growth and the fertilizer for that because everybody has the, um, everybody That's has it. that potential but if mm-hmm. you don't have the environment, and that's really what I want to, I want to go down that path a little bit because I feel like you should start like the liberation school, because I that's feel like if you, right if we really right let me write these things down write it down the liberation school because this is what people need people are probably craving it but if they don't get it and and let's not say it's anyone's fault a parent or a culture or whatever but it's mm-hmm. definitely it's definitely. Um, harder to live in a liberated state, but it's also freer. I mean, that goes without saying. It's mm-hmm. easy to be in a box and to follow the recipe and to to not expose yourself to other traditions, mm-hmm. cultures, races, religions. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that we should all be doing that. That's what liberation mm-hmm. is, is actually mm-hmm. not being so, at, and that's the yoga, not being so attached yes. to like a way, right? Yeah. And I, you know, when I think about this and I don't think it's just like black versus white, but I do think yeah. the most spiritual people in that, like off the, are, are, are my black friends and the black people period. I've seen, period. Absolutely. So yes. I want to unpack that. Cause I remember as a kid being in church and we had a church, very few black people across the church, Baptist, mm-hmm. I grew up in the South Baptist black church. It burned down. And they were rebuilding it, and they came into our church. It was when I actually enjoyed going to church the most because I saw spirit. I saw movement. I saw expression. I thought, we are Mm -hmm. so constipated, we white people Uh living in the pews. (laughs) Right? Like, we're all living in the pews. We're in the pews, and they're just, and say, and I thought, listen, this this is joy and spirit. So, what do you think? What do you think that is? Why yes. are we okay. so, why are we so constipated? <laughs> and, and, yes. and I'm sure that it, I'm sure obviously there's white people who aren't and there's black people who are more, but there is such a, it's true energy that you can mm-hmm. see and mm-hmm. feel and touch. So I'd mm-hmm. love to hear your, mm-hmm. your input. Mm-hmm. Yes. My input. And as we, as you speak about a lot, I'm a forever student in everything I'm going to say and word from it. And, um, what first comes to mind is when I went, when I went, so I grew up going to a school where I was mainly like K through 12, like one of few black people at the school. And then I went to Spelman where it was like, there were multiple Zuri's and multiple people looking like me, like 
all my my roommates are black women and one studying you know robotics japanese one studying theater one studying law like so it just gets to be this diverse wakanda and we get to just tap into our rather than like represent as the black person like now we just get to be like in our just in our purposes and and understand more deeply in a way that we don't learn from like westernized you know textbooks and k through 12 education like understand more deeply um, who we are and what we bring to the table. And I say that to connect it to what you're saying about spiritual practices, because what I got to learn theater and everyone got to learn their craft, but for me, it was theater from the perspective of the entire diaspora, not just like black history, starting with slavery, but the beginning of time, like we, we got to learn from with our innovation, our innovations, kings and queens, and these mathematic innovations, and not no longer seeing ourselves as like savages or or you know just uncivilized in, in the ways that Westernized textbooks and and films may try to portray, and it helped me understand that our crafts are coming from this spiritual place. Like when it comes to acting or storytelling or leading um, a, a yoga practice, everything is a ritual. It is truly a, even sex, everything is, is praise and worship, you know, mm. with spirit. And so when it comes to church and it, and everybody doesn't, you know, it may not be church may not be the word for everybody. It's when it comes to church or yoga class, or you go to the movies, you're going to hear the black people talk back. You're going to hear, you know, you're going to hear, it doesn't have to be, but the, it's in the body because there is this sense of whether we know it or not, there's this, there's, there's this sense of like before the history we learned here, there are these rituals um, and, you know, with music and rhythm where we got to, where we communicated with each other. I mean, we were braiding hair with mats to escape slavery, you know, to teach each other. So it's in the, it's in the whole body. Like every part, one, not, no strand of hair is wasted. No sound from the voice is, is wasted. And so in church, now you're talking about connecting with ancestors. I mean, your, your mama, your, your grandma, your, you know, people who may not be here earthside, but and, and the people, and we, as people of acknowledged African descent, we don't know where we come from. Like I don't know exactly what country I come from because of the history of the slave trade. Sadly, I don't know my real last name. I know the last the last name on my birth certificate is from the uh, people who enslaved my family, and so. There is this sense in church where we get to, and whether we're conscious of it or not, we are like reclaiming this yes. connection to, to liberation. where we What's, started. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's, that's that's what's ironic. Yes. You're the most liberated because yes. you haven't lost what is within all of us, but somehow. Yes. There's such a not, yearning for it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I it's so, that, yeah. 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 But it's and tangible. Yeah, yeah, we all have it. And it's just, yeah. you know, and that's what we talk about in yoga is like, yeah, we have it. We just sometimes have to uncover whatever is already mm -hmm. there. But it's mm -hmm. obviously hard for a lot of people, uncomfortable yeah. for a lot of people. And yet, oh, yeah, it's you know, many of them are coming from a, a place of privilege. So it's kind of like it's yeah. just been 
it's it's really I, I I think it comes back to this state of liberation. And, yes. and we could, I mean, that can unfold in so many ways, how we think yeah. we should be perceived, how we're afraid yes. of how we, somebody's going to think exactly. about it. It's just every layer yeah. is, um, it's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's vulnerable to make sound aloud and, mm-hmm. and give thanks aloud and, uh, scream and shout and spin in circles and not, and not know how to explain what's happening. That feels quote unquote, we're quote unquote uncivilized, you know, Mm -hmm. we're taught to be so presentable, desirable, um, and in line that, you know, church culture and probably particularly white church culture, um, is rigidly adhering to that. And, but there's a yearning Totally. Not to, you know, there's yes. a year, yeah. So I'm so glad that that is being expanded and integrated, that we're integrating our church experiences and our spiritual experiences. Yeah. And yes. I think emotions, liberated emotions, mm-hmm. um, I, I think again, and we could, you know, this, this is for our world mm-hmm. today is that mm-hmm. people still like, like I'll, I'll be doing trainings and I start talking about my dad and I'll start crying mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm fine with it, but I see like yeah. people are like, oh my God, she's crying. And it's, and yeah. it's right. It's and uncomfortable. It's so, yeah. It's, uh, it's uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm, I'm yeah. crying here. I'm, my heart yeah. hurts. It's going to hurt mm-hmm. forever. And yeah. it's okay. I'm okay though. I'm, I also yes. experience joy. And what are your thoughts about yes. like, I think an emotional spectrum, you have to, you have to experience it all. And I think we are. Yes culturally taught to tame these two ends you know like mm-hmm. don't get like what and don't get yeah. like mm, you know it's just Ooh, like oh yeah <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not like not too high highs or not too low lows yeah. yes yeah yeah boring just trying to stay steady <laughs> yeah well and this is boring. where I mean, this yeah. is where your this is where your liberation school is going to help all of your mm-hmm. acting because the people that don't haven't been taught how to do it weren't modeled yeah. it at home Mm-hmm. They need to have someone bring it out. And there's ways, of course, That's in it. acting, you can do it. That's it. And it's, I know how healing that can be. Mm-hmm. Well, how, what have mm-hmm. you found like to be the most transformative part of being an actor? Oh, um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is when I was, in graduate school, part of my sort of scholarship was to teach acting to non-acting majors. And I got to witness uh, some transformation in a way that I didn't anticipate. And so those students were like the football players who thought they were going to get an easy A, basketball players whose coaches sent them in to like keep their grades right. And then law students whose teachers were telling them they need to learn how to present them present themselves with their voices and bodies better when they're uh, giving their arguments and and medical students who also needed to know how to like speak with pe- speak to people with more presence and so teaching acting to them um, which I think is the same gift it, ga- it it gives to me constantly is it allows us to find our voice and I mean quite technically too working through the breathing and the oral postures and and then once moving through that, just getting comfortable, like making sound and having emotion and, and being seen, 
um, in ways that may not feel pretty or comfortable or soft. And that is what acting has done for me. And it's also what it's done for me and what I see that it did for my students is that it allows us to look at life through multiple perspectives as best as we can. You know, we can, I I, I love being able to portray and want to continue to portray as many, tell as many stories as I can uh, with this particular body and voice. And so I know that there are many stories that other people will need to tell with their bodies and voices. And, and there are so many I can tell with mine. And many of the stories I can tell with mine are still different from my own life story. And so um, it just builds compassion. I was for, just thinking that yeah, because I'm imagining yeah. like the people yeah. that have to play a character that is really villainous or vile. Yes. And you can't like, judge it. Yeah. Right. And then they have to do, like, they can take it on. And mm-hmm. in that, even though the people that are watching are going to be like, God, I hate that character, blah, blah, yeah. blah. They have to recognize, yeah, the humanity in it. And that mm-hmm. whatever this person maybe was this way because of lots of pain and hurt, probably. Because right. that's often the people that are like the more vile people are it, really, they're the most hurt. Often. Yeah, exactly. You, that's right. You get to truth. try it. You get to be it, but not like actually carry it off the set for yeah. Days. Unless you're really as long full as, method. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because sometimes it's hard to separate yes. sometimes. I mean, I my imagine. character Malika on Good Trouble, she and I are, she and I are similar because like, she's also like a millennial living in LA and, you know, right. I went from zero to a hundred when I booked Good Trouble, like right before that, I was in the same economic status as this character. And she was, you know, I was not homeless, but she was unhoused and I was not unhoused, but she was. And, um, uh, but I was, I was close. And, um, and, and yeah, there, because of, and I think like also her queerness and all of that, like there is, um, there's such similarity that I have, I find that I need to do more work emotionally to remember what's, what's not mine to take home. Um, like I'm I'm curious, like what do you, yeah. So what, what are some practices you do in a way to kind of cleanse, to come back to you? I have to, for me, it helps me to um, use my body. Like it helps me, me first too. to have a day. Yeah. First to have a day where I'm chilling. Like after, you know, all of the interaction and, and all of the dialogue and conversations and the crying back to back, or even the joy, the joy, lots of Malika's joy, not just the trauma parts, but even the joy may not always be mine. The romance may not always, is not always mine. It's Malika's, you know, and, um, but just taking a day to like when I when I have it, even if it's a few hours, but when I have it to be home, lay out, no interaction, no phone calls, text me only, maybe. Um, but just to like really take a break from all interaction, reset, and then movement. Walk, like even just walking. Um, I love martial arts. I love boxing um, because I can hit. I can let things out in a way that it doesn't matter if it's mine or Malika's, we just getting it out. Yeah. Um, healthy, healthy yeah, release. Yeah. yeah. In a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. And yoga is so helpful. Um, just like to move and expand and allow myself to, I cry a lot in boxing and in yoga and I don't always know exactly what it is, you know, and I just let it happen. 
Um, and so just letting myself feel and move and, but for sure, moving my body, there's something that just feels like, yeah, it's moving through. It's, it's, it's moving through my brain gets to do like a word vomit without holding on to anything, but we just, we just move through. And I don't really love to talk to anyone while I do those things just so that I'm not adding any new information while I'm trying to release what is there. What is your sign? I'm just curious. Your birth sign. Aries. (laughs) Oh my God. You're my son. That's so funny. I'm a a Scorpio. I'm like, I am so much like, I am so much like that. Like I'm like, I have to come into my own and, and like separate myself and and just like be still or be quiet and chill. And then I'm the same. I need to move. And and then I'm all like, it's like, I'm cleared. Um, Scorpio is pretty much the rest of my chart, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, it makes perfect sense. Today's podcast is sponsored by AminoCo, my favorite company for amino-based supplementation. While I use many of their products, today I'm highlighting the Purity line. Purity is just like it sounds like. It's designed to accelerate the export of fat triglycerides out of the liver, which helps reduce overall liver fat levels and helps maintain normal levels of liver enzymes. The liver is vital to all metabolic processes in the body and is primarily responsible for removing toxins, processing nutrients from food, breaking down fats, and building proteins. I use Purity as a bonus to help my liver function more optimally. Even though I'm living a pretty clean life, I feel better knowing that Purity is helping me filter out the inevitable toxins that we all encounter. This drink helps me feel refreshed and motivated to keep my organs functioning their best. I mix it with a powder in water or in my favorite smoothie. You can find out more about AminoCo in episode 569 when I interview the, one of the founders, Dr. Robert Wolf. You can also shop my favorite 100% science-based amino acid supplements and save 30%. Just enter code LIT at AminoCo.com LIT. Again, AminoCo, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash LIT. I was looking at your Instagram and I loved this quote and I'd like you to like elaborate on a little bit more. You said, give yourself permission to be loved better. Oh, what do you think that Mm. means for you and for others? Because I feel like this, again, it's part of the liberation Mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, right? Whatever reason, I don't feel like people either believe they deserve it, understand that it's possible mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. give themselves permission to be loved mm-hmm. better. And I'm just curious mm-hmm. how you feel like maybe you have been give, how you've mm-hmm. given your permission to love yourself better or to be loved better yes. or how you would help others feel that. Yes. Um, thank you for asking that. That has been a big part of my journey recently in the, I would say in the recent, like, in the past year, giving myself permission to be loved better really means love myself better. Um, and to set the tone for how I, how I choose to love myself, love the people in my life and receive love. And it really means right, right now to me, it really means trust my instincts. Um, it means like not to question that whisper 
and not need to know why or how all the time. Like how, like the how of, uh, well, if that idea comes, like how, how would that, how is that going to happen? How is that? Just trust that that's the direction I'm leading. Even if it's something simple, it doesn't have to be like start a school. It could be eat an apple, you know, but yes. it's just what, just to trust that voice one step at a time and see where that takes me throughout the day. Uh, to be brave and bold enough to love myself enough to trust that because um, that allows me to ask myself, what is the experience that I want to have in this moment? And that is where things get real specific uh, because that's where I get specific about what energy I have the capacity to be around at, at a particular time or to have around what energy I need, what feels replenishing um, and then how I feel that I can replenish and pour out and when, and to trust my intuition about that. And that's what, that's really what giving myself permission to be loved better has meant to me, uh, lately. And it's been a game changer. It's like, you know, it's like the video games or board games where it's like, you have this option to go in this direction or in this direction, and they don't seem that different. And then at the end, it's a whole different path. And I'm seeing how different my paths were going when I was trusting um, the int intuition of my, my deep loved ones who mean the, who mean the best for me when they, but when I was following the shoulds rather yes. than my own voice, uh, I was going, I was on paths that weren't feeling uh, aligned for me fully and, or just having experiences that weren't, that were what I knew I, I didn't fully, weren't fully how I wanted to really spend my time and energy and I, so because of that, I wasn't being fully present and yeah, giving myself permission to be loved better really helps me show up where I am called to show up and how I'm called to show up. And then I can give my best in those spaces. And then I end up just loving, loving better externally because I love myself so much. Well, um, and like you said, when you're voice. the one to move that piece. Yeah. Then it's, it's all yours. Like you yes. did it. Right. So of yes. course in doing that, that yeah. energy, that love is there. It hasn't mm -hmm. been dissipated by by somebody else's choices. Yeah. Again, even if they were well-intentioned, but when you, oh, yeah. when you are the holder and, mm -hmm. the you know, making the decisions, it's so in empowering. And I think yes. what happens is there, it's, it's clarifying because then, yes. like you said, you're, you, you, the permission is there because you have yeah. been clear what yes. you want, what you don't want. Um, yes. And has in that um, kind of being the, the holder of the pawn, so to speak, yeah. um, mm. have you found that you have released people from your life or situations like did it become <laughs> I'm asking another question well be, because we know my friend that whatever oh, we go through others go through too and I think this is the mm -hmm. biggest thing is mm -hmm. people um there are people sometimes that are not that have that have had a place in your life and that's mm -hmm. what you can say thank you to and have gratitude mm. but are no longer going to be allowing you to be, be fully, yeah. you know, fully loved better. Yeah. Yes. 
It has. Um, and that has felt challenging and has brought up grief and has yes. also at the same time helped me feel so much lighter and so much more liberated than I have ever felt. All at the same, all the, all the things at the same time, the grief, the sadness, the challenge of it. Um, yes, giving myself permission to love myself better and trust my intuition and honor the experiences that I want to have and release the experiences that I don't want to have has really chiseled down who is closest to me. And it hasn't, it hasn't, um, it has, it has taught me that it doesn't mean that anyone needs to be completely cut out of my life. Some people do just need to be in the last chapter and don't need to be in the next chapter for sure. And then it's also taught me how to readjust and um, to only speak what's true, only do the parts that are enjoyable. So, mm. and the, the the speak the part that's true means like speak the parts that are loving and true. Like, um, I love the way that you teach me how to speak up. I, I love the way that this person teaches me um, how to dress and put my outfits together because I love the way that they do that. And I love the way that, you know, just picking and pulling pieces. And those same people may not be the people who, who I will also say, teach me how to treat people or mm -hmm. teach me how to choose, uh, my, my, myself. Um, and so learning what lessons, I can still gather and where I can give without being codependent in those spaces. And yeah, so yes, that has absolutely, it's almost like a, it's like it's put a little shield or like a force field around me. I didn't even plan to, but because I am moving in the direction of the voice that's guiding me now, of my divine guidance so much more, it is, it is moving me away from the relationships that were pulling and, dra and, and draining um, my energy that I wasn't pouring into myself. So mainly the relationships where there wasn't um, enough reciprocity for me and relationships where I was practicing habits that weren't healthy for me, uh, where I was more, where I was more inclined to practice, you know, where I was more encouraged to, not that anyone um, made me do so, but just where, where I knew that I need a boundary with myself to, um, you know, just yeah. maybe, yeah, schedule my life a little differently um, to show up for my responsibilities more. I needed to be more surrounded by by the other energy that is motivated to have the type of structure that I need right now. And yeah. So it's just like, there are some fun friends and then there are, and then there are like the close homies, you know, yeah. and, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, you said, you said that with such grace and compassion. It's really, it's really <laughs> you. your wisdom is very apparent mm. because it's again, mm. you're, it's like fine tuning it your, is. Your, your instrument. And I feel like that's, and this is like a good segue to yoga because I feel like yoga, that's what it really does. For me, it fines tune. It fine tunes the connection between the instrument and my body, which carries my mm -hmm. spirit, my energy, my vitality, mm -hmm. my history. And then it's like can mm -hmm. always kind of fine tune the, that, I, that I'm playing at my highest vibration. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. what you're saying is it's not, this isn't mm-hmm. about another person or this situation. It's about mm-hmm. where am I mm-hmm. at my highest? So I would yes. love to know, like in your, like, what is your, what is your practice, your movement practice, your, your mm-hmm. yoga practice or any other things? I know you do crystals and like cherry cards. I just want to like, oh. what, what are the things you do that like really fine tune that internal wisdom that is so apparent Mm, thank you. Um, I start my day reading a daily devotional. And uh, right now it's Iyama Van Zandt's Acts of Faith. And it's just, I mean, I'm going to keep it really real with you. I get on, it's when I'm on the toilet, get on the toilet, open yep. the uh, daily devotional and uh, read. It's just five sentences every day of like, it may be five to 10 sentences every day. One is, it could be about, um, lack it could be about money versus lack like a living in abundance or choosing faith or choosing kindness i mean i have no idea what the word of the day is going to be and i've literally been reading the same devotional for like three years and each whatever the date like for the date it it will always feel like something new the next year like it'll hit differently um and i that has been a game changer for me rather than, cause I do want to look at and read something and rather than like scrolling or getting on social media uh, or interacting with other people's energies, I really love that guidance because then it just sets the tone for like, mm, this is kind of like my theme of the day perhaps. Love it. And um, yeah, so that is really helpful for me. And in terms of my morning, when I can, because working in TV and I'm sure working in many industries, like, the schedule is, is my schedule is not is not the same every day. It's not like nine to five. So sometimes I have a space to move my body a lot in the morning. Like maybe well, I have a dog. I love walking and hiking with him in the morning um, or doing some yoga or boxing. But it's not always going to be a, a big workout. But it might be something where I can just take a walk, step outside, catch a sunrise, um, and so I've read something, I've got a theme, then I guess I ruminate on it. This is before interacting with the world at all. And um, to really set a boundary with myself to have that, all of that time to, and, and music, um, gospel music, affirmation music. I find that to, like, to make sure I've set the atmosphere before I let anything else in. And I, I mean, it can, it can be my closest loved ones. I mean, of course, if there's an emergency, you know, things shift, but I have, now I have like a foundation from which to shift that is like really firm in faith and choosing, uh, like choosing, I want to say endurance. Sometimes I don't want to say endurance, but choosing, yeah, choosing endurance, choosing to know that I have the strength to move through this day choosing excitement, choosing joy, choosing gratitude, because I can easily spiral into, I'm so sensitive emotionally that I, I can easily, if I were to like, just get on Instagram or read someone's text who wants me to hold space for them about whatever they're going through. Or if I look back at some texts I was sending, maybe the night before or something like that, (laughs) like I could get really back into that emotional space. So yeah, setting the tone, setting the atmosphere, 
I love gospel music so much. I love um, just affirmation and meditation music. It could also be instrumental meditation music sometimes for me. I love sleeping to instrumental meditations. Mm -hmm. Um, And at night, I really love to play my sound bowls. And I'm not like, I, I still have a lot to learn about how to play them, though I just you know, play a simple scale and it's literally two minutes. I'll be dog. I'll come home from set and be so tired. And, um, but I have to do this thing where I just shower, get every crevice clean, get all the oils on the body and listen to a good, like a a good music and then play those sound bowls and go to sleep. It doesn't matter if the sleep is going to be a two hour nap or like a full eight hour night, but I just feel so rested when I, honor my ritual in that way of like cleansing the day off I moisturizing yeah and playing some you know some sound sound is like seems to be a big thing for me yeah I'm big into sound too and I would love it if you would share I don't know if it's on Spotify but if you would share a playlist of yours oh uh, yes with this with this um music I would love it maybe we can oh yeah on the podcast show notes because okay. Great. I love yeah I, I yeah. love music. I always feel like I would be a DJ in another life. Um, yes. Because I'm yes, the same music. Well, it's like what we talked about from the beginning of civilization. We have moved mm-hmm. and we have danced mm-hmm. and we have sung. Yes. And we've That's done it. it in all the arrays of emotion. Yes. For, for, yes. For, you know, absolute celebration and for grief. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it moves our spirit, we don't get stagnant yes. and hold on yeah. to it. We and we can, out. Yeah. yeah, we can celebrate it. So I love that. I want to come back to, so we're going to get to your playlist, but mm-hmm. I want to come back to mm-hmm. uh, something you said at the very beginning that you're getting used to calling yourself an activist. What, what do you mm. have, what is, cause I, I get that. Like, because sometimes like I'm an animal activist, but I'll also say I'm an mm-hmm. animal advocate because sometimes mm-hmm. advocate sounds nicer. It doesn't sound like I'm going to throw like mm. blood on you. Like if you have a mink yeah. coat on, you know what I mean? And I think it's because right. we, a word is attaches an idea based on our experience mm-hmm. of that word. So activism, <laughs> there can be amazing Greenpeace activists and we're like, mm-hmm. they're doing so much for the environment. And mm-hmm. then you can think of another activist who's like, you know, forsaking everything and, and mm-hmm. what, so we have these ideas. So what has been your idea of it and what is it that you want to exemplify in your activism? Ooh, um, I love, thank you for that accountability. Um, I, the word activist, oh, I just had a little coffee. Right, yeah, are you okay? Ooh. Yeah, she's got a little. I'm good. <clears throat> she let it out. You know All right. Just, <laughs> exactly. Pop it out. All right, sister. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, there are so you are right there are so many ways to be an activist and i sometimes am resistant to using the word activist for myself because i am not necessary i am not the person who is because i'm more i'm more of an introvert and i really also thrive in one on one or like more intimate connections 
I'm not the person who leads like a group protest outside with the yelling and the crowds. I don't even like to go to Costco with people walking around different directions and <laughs> the kids on the wheelie shoes and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. love it. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, Over, so, like, overwhelmed nervous system. Yes. I, I get very overwhelmed in like crowded, loud spaces like that and very. And so I have put the label activist towards to people on people who do the work in like community organizing, which is so important and um, which brings the people together. And then my form of activism, I'm going to say it. My form of activism is feels like that's when I create a grounding space for the people who do that work. And I am understanding that that is equally as important. Um, yeah, I just looked to, up activists yeah. because I want you to now yeah. really, I want you to, I want you to claim okay, I'm gonna take it in. because it's literally someone who works to support a cause. So it could be that mm-hmm. person out in the front or it could be mm-hmm. you aligning mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. ethos at your mm-hmm. choices with mm-hmm. your behavior you're, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. loud. It can, but be you, yeah. so I do think it's like, we have to kind of reclaim that yes, word. It's you're that right. we're, it's campaigning for a change in whatever and believing in a cause and supporting that cause. And that can mm-hmm. be in like, again, akin to what feels right for you, your nervous system, mm-hmm. your energy so that you can, because mm-hmm. that inquires, that requires endurance. We see mm-hmm. people that burn out yes. and they're not preserved They're So I think finding your lane. Oh, yeah. Of what, yeah. So anyway. You're absolutely right. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning that more and more. Like the, it's really a, a sense of imposter syndrome in some ways, you know, to like yeah. let go of uh, that comparison and to really understand. I mean, I, I am grateful to have worked with Black Lives Matter in Los Angeles a lot through through good trouble and then also just by bonding with them on my own uh, and with my needing to do my own research because my character is the, is a frontline activist, which I, I love that balance because now I get to learn in her way. And it's like the safe, the safe uh, space of like a set where there's, you know, there's more security and um, <clears throat> more, more, more of a controlled environment. And then learning with the activists who I work with and the, and the families that they work with, learning how much they need someone to remind them to sit down mm-hmm. and slow down. And they need someone to guide them through a yoga practice or someone to sit and listen to them while they're listening to all these other families and going hard and getting arrested and, 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 and um, on the front lines and protesting at people's houses. Like they are the ones with that, with that energy. And I'm the one here to ground. I'm here to say, First of all, let's let's raise this money to 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 help support this. You know, let's let's do that, and then also uh, like raise this money to help give opportunities to um, marginalized folks or or his, historically underrepresented people um, in different spaces. Like that that is activism in itself. That's something that I love to do, and um, to create more representation, and also to like. I want to lead a yoga practice outside in the park, like for my peers and, and hire like this, this black family to cook and, and, and provide this meal and, 
this black woman to play sound bowls for it and and like to 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 invest in that way and to make sure that like activists who are on the front lines have access to lay down and have a yoga practice and and to understand what's going on perhaps with their bodies and spirits so that they can give more and that you are absolutely right that is a very important form of activism yeah because so you're you. part of that wheel you know you're part of the yes. wheel that's moving and yes. to nourish and take care of those yeah. who are you know more in the like outward yeah they need that and that but they need that yeah you're helping them refuel and you're you're part of it you're part of it I love yeah that. yeah and I get to portray someone who represents that activism yeah. which I am so grateful for just to be able to show a glimpse of what what activism can look like um no matter what the resources are that someone has or with the chosen family and, and especially like in a really multicultural chosen family, what allyship can look like in activism. And so I do need to give myself more credit for like the more the the because I take care of my vessel so what or the best to the best of my ability, mm-hmm. um I'm able to portray this activist who is on the front lines, which allows me to do like frontline work on screen in a way that reaches people across the globe that exactly. inspires frontline activism work. So you're right. It all oh, I just got the hand. chills. That's amazing. Like, yeah, that's, that's me where, too. That was good. That's where the performing arts yeah. is so yeah. impactful. That's what it's for. Yeah. Because absolutely. at the end of the day, that reaches more people who might not mm-hmm. have witnessed something that was happening, yeah. you know, in another country yeah. or a couple states right. over. It's That's right. so impactful. Wow. Yeah. 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 Way to go. Way to go. Thank you. Go it. team. Go that team. Yeah, All right. So where, let's just, uh, let's, what, what do you, are you somebody that likes to have like goals or dreams or visions like what do you envision what would you what is like what would you like to see happen for yourself in the next five or ten years what do you want to okay, do with fine, all I'll these gifts it. i know fine okay <laughs> say oh, it okay. put it out there <laughs> put it out there okay um i'm really excited about romantic partnership in my life and i say that because i feel excited now in a way that i have not been necessarily before but like I feel excited to um join with someone from this place of purpose to like reach further and like support each other and and because I'm loving doing that I'm learning that so deeply in my platonic friendships and my professional relationships like oh where we have different strengths and we get to do the we each get to do the things we enjoy and then we get this like common goal that is really great and I want to give myself the joy. I, I am now seeking more of a kind of like work-life balance, like a more of a, a sense of a home life. Now that I am figuring out the structure to balance my work life, I am excited to merge the two more. I'm excited to nurture and nourish my personal life more. And especially like in my romantic life, like my character has been, uh, it has been dating a lot. And so I think I took a break because she was, because she was doing a lot. She was exhausting you during the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like now that now in hindsight, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, Oh, 
yeah, I, I can see why I needed space. Like, <laughs> and so newly, yeah, that was the first thing. I'm just like, okay, let me just admit it. That was the first thing that dropped in my head when you said that. It's like, I'm excited to like really intimately um, join with someone to like keep learning more about what my impact can be in the world and like how I can share that because I'm loving doing that with my friends and I'm excited to um, combine that with like my romantic journey also. And also for myself, I'm really excited to direct and produce and to like just create even more and tell more of the stories that I want to tell and and I'm just learning so much on on my show and, and with my peers on their projects, like that it is possible. I mean, our show is run by these badass women who are just incredible designers and producers and writers. And I'm really inspired to be one of those badass women. And I'm really inspired to know that I can, that I can be in front of the camera and also have uh, make some make some great decisions that will help tell stories, especially those that can be told through my body, like by people who look like me and can see themselves, you know, in the storytelling. So, yeah, I see that for myself. I see myself as a producer and also a director. And those things really terrify me in a way that feels good, though. Like, it feels like, oh, I'm going to grow because, mm. yeah, so now, yeah, just... I see that. Yeah. All right. And we can say we knew you win. This is what you're yes. going to do. I can feel it. And yes, I'm it is. Just so grateful I'm here to watch it all happen. And I'll just be cheering you uh, because you yes. deserve it. You deserve to bring your your bright light, your beautiful heart, and your just magnetism and passion mm -hmm. out into the world in a bigger way. And so this will be wonderful Thank to you. watch you on this journey. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. Can you tell everybody where they can, if they don't already know all about you, where they can um, find out more, see you, check you out, your shows, oh, yes. social media, wherever. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so you can uh, always please reach out and connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Zuri Adele, Z-U-R-I-A-D-E-L-E. And then on my website, zuriadel.com, and I've got some like reading lists there that I love that are really centered on abolition and activism and wellness. And um, I love, you know, keeping keeping everybody caught up on what I'm doing. And yeah, and then on Good Trouble on Freeform, you can always catch me there. And that's on Hulu as well if you want to stream and binge. Mm. You know, you also another you spoke so that school I have written down that I want to open a performing arts school uh k through 12 so you, you said the liberation school I just have to I just have to come back to that and add you that have to the list of what the vision yeah I will yeah. help teach the so kids about their bodies it. and you let's go right let's go because I'm always bemoaning the fact that we have these bodies and kids i mean we talk we talk about sex sex education mm -hmm. and it's like ooh, mm -hmm. this is like something yes. to be shameful of and right. we never even learn about that we have scapula and they're so important for a short like it's yes stupid stuff that doesn't yes. really matter uh, some yes. of it and elementary school yeah. in middle school yep. and high school should be filled with like yes. how to be a better human yes. how yes. to grow your spirit how to yes how to not react but how to take a yes. pause and respond to somebody yes. who has a different opinion how to honor your body and take care of it and have ownership over mm -hmm. it. Like these, this is the liberation school. Yeah. Yes. That's why you're an activist. 
Yeah, yes. I, yes, let's do yes. it. Yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, this was, I could talk to you forever. This was so fun. Yes. Um, thank you so much for taking the time. I know yes. you're very busy and it really means a lot. Well, and I know you. everybody's going to love, love hearing all about you and from you. So thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. And for everybody that's listening, go check out Zuri. And as always, I'm pulling for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.